0: Hi everyone, Grant K here for the SMOKE Learning Channel. In this video, I am going to show you how to take a flat 2D layered Photoshop file and expand the layers out in SMOKE's 3D compositing space. This will allow you to create 3D animation moves from seemingly flat 2-dimensional images. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively if you are watching the podcast version of this video, Then type the link displayed in your internet browser. So I'll just start off in Photoshop CC where we can go through some of the preparation required to import Photoshop files into Smoke. It's actually nothing too complicated. All you need to do is ensure that all Photoshop-specific functions are rasterized into each layer. For example, all type and blending effects must be rasterized onto their respective layers. The only items you should rarely have are layers with their alphas. Blending modes between layers will import so they should not be a problem. Secondly, I broke the rocky areas into layers so we can do a realistic camera move. To ensure that there are no black holes when we animate the camera, I have extended any hidden areas behind the foreground rocks just in case we reveal more of the background rocks. Now let's switch over to Smoke. To set up the scenario, I've created a 3 second HD black color source that will be the ConnectFX container for my Photoshop file and its animation. Please note that you do not import the Photoshop file through the Media Hub. Doing that will strip out all position and blend mode information from the layers. So the correct workflow is to import the PSD file into the Action Compositor that does understand the transformation data in the layers. Select the segment in the sequence and call up the Effects ribbon with CONTROL-TAB. Choose CREATE CONNECT FX to enter into the node-based environment. We won't need the media panel for this example so press one left arrow to hide it. Next, go to the CONNECT FX node bin and drag out an ACTION node. Break the connection to the colour source and connect the output of ACTION to the CFX output node. So the result of action is being piped back to the sequence. Double-click on the Action node for its controls. And press ESCAPE to switch to the Action Schematic view. To import the Photoshop file, you need to go to the Action Bin menu and locate the Import node. When you double-click the Import node, you will be sent to the Import File Browser. Go to the File Type pull-down menu and change the file type to Photoshop. Next, navigate to the location of the downloaded Photoshop file. Select the file and Smoke will start loading the layers into action. Back in the composite, you should see all the layers in the schematic view and the composite of the layers in the result view. This should match what you saw in Photoshop. Now the first thing I like to do is see the edge of my composite frame. So select the result view and click the GRID button turn on the border. You can set it to whatever you want. Coming out of the grid menu, you can see that the size of the composite is smaller than the result of the Photoshop file. Just to put things into perspective, the composite is 1920x1080 and the resolution of the Photoshop file was 2048 by 1556 So let's start positioning these layers in 3D space in preparation for a 3D camera move. Double-click on the axis of the sky. Press SHIFT 4 to see the top view of the composite. I also suggest zooming the view in order to see the camera and a wider range of Z-space. Now move the image object back in Z-space to about minus 2000. The sky does not change its original size but it does appear to get smaller in the camera result because it has been moved further away. Since the sky does not really have to be pixel accurate in terms of the composite, you can manually scale it up beyond the composite frame. Increase the scale to around 350%. We'll tweak it some more shortly. Now hover over the top view and press ESCAPE to switch back to the Action Schematic. Double-click on the axis for the rock back image object. We'd also like to push this back in Z-space. Press SHIFT-4 to switch back to the top view. If we push the layer back in Z-space, it will also start getting smaller in the result view. However, we would like the size of the image to remain constant even when we move back in Z-space. Without having to calculate the corresponding scale for the position change, go to the Axis controls and change the Auto Scale option to ON Position Changes. This time, when we push the layer in Z-space, it will automatically scale to maintain its original size in the Result view. The position will change because the camera view has perspective and this is expected behaviour. Ensure the Z-position is around –1000. Now move the rocks until the surface object's edges line up with the right and bottom edges of the front rocks. This helps establish its original position. Now go back to the Action Schematic and select the Rock Front Axis. Once again, return to the top view. Remember to enable ON position changes for the Auto Scale. This is explicit per axis object. Move the Front Rock surface object to approximately minus 500 in Z-space. And as before, Move the surface downwards to line it up with the edges of the other rock layer. We'll leave the tree layer in its original position. So the composite should look the same but the layers are spread out in 3D space. Just to tweak the sky a bit more, hover over the top view and switch to the Action Schematic. Select the axis for the sky. To give the sky a bit more perspective, set the X-Rotation to about 40 degrees. So that looks a lot better. Let's move around the layers in the 3D environment. Select the result view and press OPTION-O to switch to Orbit mode. When you click and drag around the view, you can see how the layers are staggered in 3D space but it still creates the composition. Now let's add the camera move. Switch to the default cam tab. Press RESET to reset the camera to its default position. Now turn on Auto Key. From frame 1, set the first position of the camera. Now go to the last frame and reposition the camera for its final position. Once you are happy with the positioning, scrub the time bar to see the result. Turn Auto Key off. Now exit Connect Effects and render the segment. When we look at the final result, you can see how we took a flat 2D-layered Photoshop file and turned it into a moving 3D composite. This is a variety of applications from motion graphics, bringing photos to life as well as set extensions. Have a play and see how you find it. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning Channel for future videos.